Mr. F. Diggs Movies. Hey, hey, movie fans, what do you say? Welcome to Mr. F. Diggs Movies, the only movie review podcast that doesn't have a review yet. Gasp, what a stupid way to run a podcast, Mr. F., you might be thinking. Well, the reason there's no review yet is because, see, I'm hoping you're going to write or maybe record one along with me. I'm going to take you through my entire process so that by the end of this podcast, I will have a review, and hopefully you will too. Just remember, the universe needs you to talk about the movies, people, or about TV shows. I know you've all got some amazing things to say about what you're watching. You may not think you do, uh, but like I said, if you follow along with me, I promise I'm going to help you get that awesome movie talk out of you. All right, and it is now time for, drumroll, truth from the youth, opinions from the minions, and recs for what to watch next. Yes, this is the part of the show where I share what you all, the listeners, are saying about what you're watching, what you're digging. Now, if you want to talk about a movie and share what you either write or maybe you're recording yourself talking about movies, if you want to share what you're doing with the world, you can post it on the socials. I'm going to give you a hashtag. It's hashtag MRFDM. That's MRF for Mr. F, D for Digs, M for Movies. Okay, I know it sounds random at first, but it's kind of just an abbreviation. MRFDM, hashtag MRFDM. If you post something on socials, use that hashtag so that all the people listening to this podcast can see what you're digging. Now, if you don't want the entire world to know what you're digging, but you still want to share with me, that's totally groovy. You can email me your talk about movies at mrfdigsmovies at gmail.com. Now, I will be scanning the socials and my inbox, and maybe, just maybe, I'll share what you've been digging on the next episode. Now, this week, I've got one critic who shared what they've been digging. It's the world-famous Brinkley from Kentucky. Now, Brinkley's sharing what she's been digging about the 1997 movie Gattaca. Yeah, 1997. Even though I tend to focus on the new releases, you can talk about anything you've been watching. It doesn't have to be new stuff. Okay, so what's Gattaca about? Gattaca, you know, came out in 1997, which was a time when we were just starting to think about the ideas of altering DNA. That idea was brand new. And this movie is what I would call a dystopian tale of what can happen when a society uses genetics to decide your place in society. The main character, played by Ethan Hawke, who was most recently uh, the bad guy on Moon Knight, he doesn't have good DNA. So he swaps out his DNA with someone else in order to gain access to a better job, better life, riches, all that kind of stuff. Now, I really like that Brinkley didn't just give me a review. That would have been great. But like I can tell from what she wrote that she liked it. It's got that positive energy. It's got a great vibe to it. But she took the ideas of the movie and used the movie to help her figure out what she thinks about those same ideas. Now, I'm not going to read her entire piece, but I'm going to read a little bit of it just to kind of give you an idea of what, what I'm talking about. But more importantly, what Brinkley's talking about. She says, this movie also proves how hard work not only pays off, 
It also makes you incredibly deserving of whatever you achieve by actually working. Jerome spends his entire life tirelessly creating his own success, and I believe that he deserves what he worked for, as anyone else would. Although his genetics considered him lesser, he pursued and gave himself a better life, proving himself worthy to the rest of the world and reaching his goals. Now, it was true 25 years ago when this movie came out, and I think today that, you know, I don't think that people want uh, decisions made just on science. You know, we should definitely make decisions based on science, but I think it's ultimately humans that need to make these decisions. You know, I don't want to say that I don't believe in science. Don't get me wrong. We need science, in my opinion, to have humans make the decision. But when in a movie like this, when it's just like a blank or a readout on a blank sheet of paper that says this, then automatically it's like that science is making that decision. I don't know about that. You know, I look at self-driving cars like, yeah, self-driving cars are really cool. I think people are excited about the idea, but I really think that people are frightened about a computer making a life or death decision for people. So I think that's why I would have thought we'd have self-driving cars by now, but I don't, I don't think people like as cool as we think they are. I think people are really nervous about that. And there's a nervousness in this movie. Um, I think that it's the big message and that's what Brinkley is tapping into. You know, you don't want the, the science making this decision because a human left on their own could, you know, do, do wonderful, wonderful things. Now, of course, I would have loved a review of the movie, but I love, 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 love that Brinkley took an idea from the movie and used it to expand on what she thought about it. Okay, and I really love that she used examples from the movie to boost up her own idea. You know, that's good critiquing. I don't just dig that. I dig your writing, Brinkley. Awesome stuff. Great job. I hope you keep writing. And if you do, please keep sending it in. So has Brinkley inspired you? Are you ready to start talking about what you're digging? Remember, you can share it out in the world of social media on hashtag MRFDM. That stands for Mr. F Digs Movies. Or you can email me at MrFDigsMovies at gmail.com. So are you ready? Are you inspired? You ready to start talking about what you're digging? Let's do it. I'm going to jump into this week's movie and take you through my whole critiquing process. Now, you can choose any film or show you've watched and do it along with me. You don't have to talk about the same movie that I'm talking about and listen to this program. You can go back to 1997 like Brinkley did with Gattaca. You can go back to the Stone Age and talk about all those awesome caveman movies. Or you can maybe, there's a great show that just came out that you want to talk about. Anything's on the table and let's go. Let's do this. All right, this week's movie, folks, is the latest installment of the MCU's Phase 4. It is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It stars, of course, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. As usual, he's bringing along his buddy, Wong, uh, played by Benedict Wong. Elizabeth Olsen is here as Wanda Maximoff and the Scarlet Witch. And there's a ton of other people in this movie, obviously, a lot of really cool surprise cameos happen in this movie. They pop up everywhere, it seems. Um, it's directed by Sam Raimi. You may know him from the 2002 film Spider-Man. It's kind of the first, to that was the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Great movie, by the way, if you haven't seen it. 
But you may also know Sam Raimi from his bizarre, wacky horror films, stuff like Army of the Darkness and Evil Dead. He definitely brings the superhero stuff and the horror stuff too. First thing I'm going to do, as always, is make a list of things that I noticed in the movie. So if you're playing along at home, like maybe you saw Doctor Strange 2 and you want to talk about it, or maybe you've got something else you saw that you're kind of excited about that you want to talk about. Either option's okay. It's all groovy. Whatever you watched, just take a second to write down the things you noticed in it. It doesn't have to be a long list, and you don't need a reason for why something popped out at you. You don't have to explain anything. Just jot some stuff down. Ready? Here's mine for Doctor Strange. First thing I noticed is it's got some horror. It's a weird horror. It's not a super scary horror, which makes it really fun for me. Reminds me of his Evil Dead stuff. Second thing, the girl's name in this movie is America. Now, that's a legit uh, Hispanic name, but that cannot be a coincidence. They had to have picked that name for a reason. Um, third, Benedict Wong and Elizabeth Olsen are amazing in this movie. Love them. Love, love, love them. Super great performances. Uh, another thing I notice is it feels like one of those really weird comic book issues that's not connected to anything. Like I know this is connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's got the feel of those one-off comic books that don't really fit into the bigger story. Uh, let's see, two more things I'm going to share that I noticed. My theater, I saw this like early 10 a.m. on a Friday morning, the day it came out, and it was packed. People walked in there super excited. It felt like I was at like a rock concert or a festival or something. And it was silent the entire movie. Like no screams, no no cheers. Just, yeah, it turned into a, like a boring golf tournament or something. And the last thing I notice is they ask this question a lot. Are you happy? So that question stuck in my mind. Okay, that's what popped out at me while watching this movie. So are you ready? Go ahead, write down the things that you found Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi stands for weird, interesting, funny, or important. Okay, I, that's what I go for what I notice. You know, I don't know. You might notice something that doesn't fall in those categories, and that's cool too. Write it down. Um, you can hit pause while you're writing if you need to. I'll still be here when you get back. All right? All right. Now we've got a bunch of ingredients we can use to talk about whatever it is you watch. You know, we're like a chef with a full cupboard of food. We're an artist with a palette packed of paint. I'm going to use some of my ideas, not all of them. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll use them all. Who knows? You know, what did you find for your movie or show? You know, we all notice different things in what we watch, and that's what gives you your style or your voice. You know, if you did Doctor Strange, I would love to hear what you noticed. You know, I love it when people notice the same things as me because you get to geek out together about them. And, but I also love it when people notice completely different things than I do. I love talking about those things. I love talking with those people and I love learning something new about what I watch. You know, and you know, this is really the reason why the universe needs us to talk about movies, folks. All right. So after we collect our notices, it's time for step two. And step two I'm just going to call it playing games. You know, I've got a bunch of games that I like to use. I was going to use them. I'm sorry. I was going to call them tools or strategies, but that sounds too much like school. So let's call them games, right? Because games are fun and this is supposed to be fun. I've got a collection of little games that I use to help me take the things I notice and turn them into 
really fully awesome thoughts that I can use in my writing. Okay, so uh, this game I'm going to play today is called Tournament. Tournament. Are you ready? I hope so. So there's some easy steps to play this tournament game. The first thing you need to do is think, what do you want to have a tournament about? So I would look at the things you noticed and see if you can turn one of those things into a tournament. For example, when I looked at my details, I started wondering, um, is this my least favorite phase four film so far? And I decided, you know what? I am going to have a tournament of all five phase four films so far and see who the champion is, right? Okay, so that's the what I'm going to have a tournament about. That's step one. Step two is you got to take, okay, whatever you're going to have a tournament about, you got to define it in probably three, four, or five categories. So for me, I'm going to define what makes a great Marvel phase four movie. So I came up with five things that I think makes a great Marvel movie. Okay. You got to have a great hero. You got to have a great villain. I think it has to be a little different, a little unique, because that's what phase four seems to be all about so far for me. I think you have to say something. It has to be meaningful. Like that doesn't have to be the most important thing, but I that's what I like in my Marvel movies. I like when they're more than just action, stuff like that. I like it to, to say something. And me, I'm a sucker for the end credit scene. So I think end credit scene. So what I just did, step two, is I came up with five uh, things that describe the thing I'm having a tournament about. So what makes a great Marvel Phase 4 movie? Great heroes, great villains, a little bit unique. It's got to say something. It's got to have good end credit scenes. Okay. So again, I want you guys to play along at home. Look at your details. And based on your details, what could you have a tournament about? And after you decide what you want to have a tournament about, go ahead and come up with, well, what makes that a good thing, a bad thing, or whatever you're going to have your tournament about. Okay. So now I randomly made a bracket. This is step three. I've got my matchups. Okay. So I've got, here are my matchups. I'm going to have a play-in game because I have a weird number five. I'm going to go Shang-Chi versus the Eternals for the play-in game. The winner of that matchup will then have to play uh, the latest Spider-Man movie. You know, I was going to say Spider-Man Far From Home or No Way Home. I can't remember all these home movies. So I'm just going to say Spider-Man, you know, the good one that just came out. The last matchup is Black Widow versus Doctor Strange. Okay, so now we match them up. Here we go with the tournament. We've got five categories, hero, villain, unique, say something, and end credits. And I'm going to say to myself, which one is better, right? So Shang-Chi versus Eternals. Here we go. Heroes. You know, I, I kind of really dig Shang-Chi as a Shang-Chi as a hero. Um, I don't think he gave the, the, the best performance. I didn't really care for Aquafina's character. I love her as a person. Love you, Aquafina. But I just didn't buy her. Um, the Eternals... I know some people diss the Eternals because there's so many characters, but it kind of worked for me. I absolutely love the variety. So I'm going to say Eternals had the better heroes. So Eternals is winning one nothing. It's 1-1 one, one category. Villains. I think Shang-Chi's dad is one of the greatest villains ever in Marvel. I thought he was just so good. He was just so 
mm, like the gravity, like the, the weight of his badness, like totally smothered me. And it was just like, he was so nice, but so evil. I, I thought it was great. Uh, the monsters and the Eternals and like the big, the big things floating in space. I, yeah, didn't do it for me. I'm going to give villains to Shang-Chi, which means this matchup is tied, folks, one-to-one. Which one was more unique? And you can do this if you're having your own tournament. I'm going to say it's it's a tie. I thought the Eternals was super unique. Like, that's all it is. It's like, <laughs> like it's just a long movie about how Marvel movies can be different. Um, but I loved the, uh, the Asian flavor, the martial arts in Shang-Chi. I thought that was just phenomenal. So I thought that made it a really unique Marvel movie, too. So give them each a point. We are still tied two to two. The needs to say something. Um, I like how the Eternals wrestles with the idea of an eternal life. How do you live an eternal life? What does it mean to have meaning in an eternal life? Uh, there's so many different ways to interpret that. I, it was great. I got to give that to Eternals. So we're up to the final category. Eternals is winning three categories to two. And we get to the final category, end credit scenes. Um, got three words for you. Harry freaking Styles. Eternals takes that. So another point for Eternals. I'm at the end, and because of a tie, we got six total points. But Eternals has four. Shang-Chi has two. That means Eternals moves on in the tournament. Oh, boy. Which means it takes on Spider-Man. Here we go. Let's do Eternals versus Spider-Man. Uh, the heroes, I'm going to try not to spoil um, the Spider-Man movie. So if you haven't seen it, just turn the volume down for like 10 seconds. You ready? Three, two, one. Here we go. The three Spider-Man thing is so awesome. Of course, that wins. Okay, so hopefully your volume's back up. Spider-Man is up 1-0. Villains. You know, again, the Eternals villains aren't great. And Spider-Man has like every villain. Like, not all of them are super incredibly awesome, but you know, you've got a few in there. Doc Ock, please him alone, let alone the green goblin, all the other villains. Yeah. Spider-Man is up two nil. Um, unique. I gotta say the Eternals kind of owns the uniqueness. As I said, um, I really like a lot of the multiverse stuff in the Spider-Man movie, but um, yeah, Eternals takes that one. So Spider-Man's still up, but it's only two to one. Saying something, you know, both movies have the heroes really wrestle with being a superhero and what is their place in our world being a superhero. I think they both do that really well. I don't hear enough people talking about that with Spider-Man, but they do a great job with that. I'm going to say this category is a tie. Give them each a point. Um, it's three to two Spider-Man and credits. He can't beat Harry freaking style. So we got a situation, folks. It's three to three tie game, Eternals and Spider-Man after all the categories, which means the tiebreaker is just which one do you think is better? And, you know, this isn't a, a difficult tiebreak for me. I loved Eternals, but please, Spider-Man is, is the better movie here. So I'm going to have Spider-Man win that matchup, which means Spider-Man advances to the finals of the tournament and will take on the winner of Black Widow versus Doctor Strange. Here we go. The better hero. Um, I, I have to admit, Doctor Strange just doesn't fascinate me really in any way, shape, or form. 
like I, I like him and I love like when he and Wong are together, they're hysterical, but like, yeah, I find black widow a much more fascinating character. So I'm going to give the first category to black widow. Black widow was up one, nothing villains. Um, slight spoiler here. I don't think it's a huge spoiler, especially if you saw WandaVision. So if you saw WandaVision, don't worry. I don't think I'm ruining anything for you. Um, Scarlet, Witch, amazing, amazing villain in my opinion. Um, I think it's because she's not just a villain, right? She's a hero and a villain and her reasons for jumping back and forth between heroism and villainy are really fascinating to me. Got to give that one to Dr. Strange so that it is tied one, one. The uniqueness I have to give to Dr. Strange, like um, black widow felt like every other Marvel movie to me. Dr. Strange though, has this whole horror vibe going through. It's not the whole time. It only, I, I didn't really pick up on it until like the last 45 minutes of the movie or so. Um, but that made Dr. Strange really unique. So Dr. Strange is winning two to one, two categories left. Fourth category, does it say something? Well, I don't know if the film themselves are really saying a lot, either of them, but the idea that Black Widow was the first film in the Marvel series headed up by a female uh, main character, I think that says a lot. So I'm going to give that to Black Widow. Tied two to two, going into the end credits. Yeah, I. it was really cool with the cameo at the end, but the end credits of Doctor Strange let me down a little bit. I got to give that to Black Widow. Black Widow defeats Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, winning it three to two. So, folks, here we go. It's the championship. Black Widow versus Spider-Man. Here we go. Who are the better hero? I'll, I'll be honest. Spider-Man, maybe other than Black Panther, is my favorite Marvel hero by a long shot. No contest. Spider-Man is a better hero. Spider-Man had the better villains. Spider-Man's up to nothing after heroes and villains, uh, which was unique. Um, I got to give that slight edge to Spider-Man just with the whole spoiler thing. Uh, like I said, Black Widow was just kind of every, like every other Marvel movie saying something. I'm still really proud that uh, Black Widow got to be the first female main character. So I'm going to give that to uh, Black Widow and the end credits. Um, I'm going to go Spider-Man, you know, the, the end, the, the end credit. Yeah. I'm going to go Spider-Man for sure. So what is that? That is four to one, a throbbing man. Black widow could not have a chance with that one. Spider-Man wins four to one. So, you know, it's weird. I really think I like Dr. Strange more than black widow. Okay, which is a weird thing that sometimes happens after these tournaments for me is like I run them through the categories and I think I picked great categories. But after I run them through the categories, things don't work out the way I thought they would. So which means one of two things. Maybe I didn't like something as much as I thought I did, or maybe I'm not coming up with the best categories. You know, like maybe end credits is not that important, right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm always fascinated, though, at the end of these tournaments, because if you ask me if I had to rank them, I'd probably go Spider-Man, a deserving champion. That's like my favorite Phase 4 movie so far. Um, then it's either 
shang chi or eternals like i feel bad i used like this little random number generator to see who would play each other and they met up in that playing game i really like both of those a lot um i think they're on a level like they could be tied for two with me and then i think dr strange was better than black widow because of just the uh, the uniqueness that horror aspect of it uh gave it something new so i don't know I think maybe I shortchanged the uniqueness. Maybe I should have given uh, bonus points for, for being unique because I'm really liking that. And you know what? After that whole tournament worked out, maybe it's like a shambles. Maybe it doesn't mean anything. But that thing I just said, I think the uniqueness is what makes these new Marvel movies so special to me. That's That's what... I think it's really important. That's something, sorry. Like I'm, I know I'm like kind of stumbling on my words, but like, I think I just learned something about myself. Like I learned what I really look for in a phase four movie. Like all these things are important to me, but I think this uniqueness is what I'm really digging. That's kind of what I'm looking for in the future. So it's your turn, folks. Have yourself a tournament. Look at those details. Okay. Figure out what do you want to have a tournament about? Second, Figure out what makes what you're going to have a tournament about work. You know, come up with, I would say, three, four, or five categories of things. And then figure out who you're going to invite to the tournament. Like, it was easy for me. I just invited the five Marvel Phase 4 movies. Who do you want to invite to your tournament? And then face them off in the brackets. Okay, Take those categories, see who's better in each one. Whoever gets more points moves on to the next one. Okay. And then once you've got your champion, kind of like I just did, think about it. Like, do you agree with what you just came up with? Because sometimes you don't. Like, I don't think I don't think Black Widow was better than than Doctor Strange by a long shot. But somehow, it, it yeah, Black Widow whooped them. Craziness, just craziness. So again, play this little game. It's called tournament. Hit pause, and as always, I'll be here. When you come back, everybody. All right, have fun. Okay, so after playing a game to help you flesh out your, your things you noticed, it's time to start writing or recording. Okay, and then when we start to write or record, remember that you're going to need a point to what you're saying. Otherwise, you're just rambling. Now, you can have a point before you start writing, or you can start writing and just kind of babbling like a fool until you find your point. Okay, don't knock it. That actually works. A lot of people write in order to find their point. I have found fantastic ideas of what I think about something once I start writing about it. Okay, what usually happens to me is I think I've got a point, so I start writing. And as I'm writing, I find out that actually my point isn't my point. I've got a different point. You know, I don't get sad about that. You know, I actually get pretty happy because the writing has helped me think about what I've watched and what I've listened to. It gives me a clear picture picture uh, in my head. And that, my friends, is a super important skill in life, in anything you do, not just the movies. So, you know, if you've got a point already, go ahead, write it at the top of your paper, or maybe you're recording yourself, like write it on a, on a sheet of paper or something and stick it above your camera so that as you're recording yourself, you remember it. Everything you say is going to be designed to help you get to your point. 
Now, remember that you can write about anything related to your movie. You can do a review. That's one thing that critics talk about. But critics talk about whatever the movie made them think about. There are no rules here, folks. We're just talking about movies and TV. The universe needs you to talk about movies and TV. So I'm going to write something that's not really a review. If you want my review of the movie, I will give it to you at the end of the podcast. If you just can't wait, you can go read the full review at my website, mrfdigsmovies.com. Here's the point, okay? Well, here are some ideas for my points. I was thinking about maybe writing about that question that pops up, are you happy? I was going to like ask the readers and the audience, are you happy with what Marvel's doing? I could have, I was thinking about maybe writing about the, how great Wanda is. She's such an awesome character. I was thinking of writing about the not-so-secret message that Marvel uh, has, or I'm sorry, Doctor Strange has for America. Like he talks to her at one point in the movie, says, America, here's what you need to do. And I was just like, is he telling our country? Like I know he's talking to the character named America, but is that code for like, are you really talking to our country and telling us what we should do as a people right now? Um, But I think the point I'm going to start off with, at least, was, you know, why did this movie fall flat for me? Okay, I said I liked it better than Wanda. I'm not Wanda, Black Widow. But I didn't like it as much as the other three movies, by a long shot. So I think I'm going to write and have that be my point. Okay, so what's your point? Do you have one yet? If so... Like I said, put it somewhere where you can see it while you're writing or talking. Last thing before I start writing, recording myself. Okay, I'm guessing you're here because you love movies and or watching TV shows. So as you talk about them, be kind. You know, it's difficult. It's hard to make a movie. Even making bad movies takes a lot of hard work. None of these people set out to make something that stinks. It is okay to not like the stuff that you watch, and it is okay to write about why you don't like it. No one's asking you to lie here, but if you are going to write about why you don't like something, just do it in a respectful way. You know, movie criticism can be like the dark side of the force. You know, if you go mean, it's quicker, it's easier, it's more seductive. Okay, you will never win though by being cruel. So I am going to recite my pledge of movie fandom. Just as a reminder that we're all here because we love movies and TV. Okay, So please recite after me before we begin writing. I pledge allegiance to all the movies, the good ones, the bad, and the ugly. And to all the stories for which we stand in laughter, in tears, and with entertainment for all. Amen. Let's go. Let's start writing. Let's start recording. I want to hear what you have to say about what you're watching. I bet it's awesome. I cannot wait. I'm going to tell you how to share what you wrote uh, after after we write. Now, I'm not going to make you listen to my uh, keyboard typing away here. I'll pop in every once in a while during my writing, but we're in this together. All right, so I'm going to use that beautiful pause button that I've told you to use a few times. And like I said, I'll pop back in and tell you how I'm doing and hopefully you I can give you some tips that I run into along the way. Look, if I got an issue, I'll I'll tell you how I got over it, and hopefully that can help you get through your writing stuff too, okay? All right, let's do this. 
Okay, so I've been writing for a little while. I'm going to update you. My point has changed. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, point has changed. I was going to write about why it didn't work for me, and then I just decided I'm going to get a little more specific. I'm going to write a little bit about why Doctor Strange is really not my favorite Marvel character. And as I was writing, I had this vision pop up in my head of all the other main characters in the Marvel movies, the Eternals, Natasha Romanoff, Peter Parker, uh, and Shang-Chi of like all of them hanging out almost like an intervention and telling Dr. Strange what he needs to do to be a little bit better. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I wound up and that's what I have decided to write about. Okay. So again, if your point changes, that's cool. Like listen to that, like, Either it's a voice or it's like this crazy gravitational pull pulling you toward a new point. If you feel that, if you hear that, follow it. Okay. There's something in your subconscious telling you that's what you need to say about this movie or about this TV show. Okay. Now I'm also going to give you one tip. Uh, this is, I'm taking this one from a guy named Verlin Klinkenborg, who in my opinion has written the best book ever about how to be a writer. And this is his advice. This is what I'm going to do. Write very short sentences. A lot of times you think you got to write really long sentences to sound like sophisticated, fancy, and smart. Forget that. Write very, very short sentences because short sentences are easier to understand. I don't mean for the reader. I mean for you. Sometimes when we write long sentences, we get like confused. Like we forget where we began and we get a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Start writing short sentences. If you have to, maybe like later on, combine them into longer sentences, but just see how it goes. Start writing short sentences. Short, short, short. That's what I'm going to do. All right. All right. I'll be back with another update in a little while. Have fun. Can't wait to hear your stuff. Okay. Movie talkers. Here we go. Um, because I'm writing my sentence a little shorter than I usually do, I'm discovering some cool things about it. So here was a sentence I wrote. I wrote, Sprite leans forward to respond, like Sprite from the Eternals is talking to Doctor Strange. And I want to add the word eagerly into that, that she's leaning forward eagerly. Now, in such a short sentence, all of a sudden I was like, okay, where do I add the word eagerly? Okay. Do I say Sprite eagerly leans forward to respond? Do I say Sprite leans eagerly forward to respond? Do I say, is, is the forwardness the eager part instead of the lean? Is it Sprite leans forward eagerly to respond? Or is she responding eagerly? I, I don't know. But I think by putting that word eagerly in different spots, it gives the sentences a different feel. Um, I think I'm going to put it at the end, not because she's responding eagerly, but it's like, I want to say Sprite leans forward to respond. I'm going to put a comma in there, like a pause and then say eagerly, because I really want the focus of the, I want to separate the word eagerly from the rest of the sentence, just so it kind of stands out a little bit. Now, again, that'd be harder to do with a longer sentence. So here's my tip to everyone with these short sentences, play around with the word order. Okay, take a, a key word and try moving it around. See how that changes 
probably not the meaning of the sentence, but you know, it's going to change the, the flavor, the spice of the sentence. I think I'm going to go Sprite forward to respond comma eagerly. Cause I want that eagerly to kind of stick the landing. Okay. So that's just a tip folks, especially when you're working with short sentences, play around with the word order to see what sounds the best. You probably won't change the meaning a whole lot, but you'll change, change the feel of it, which is also really cool. All right. Keep going, movie writers. Okay, I'm popping back in because I was having a really hard time uh, figuring out how to write the sentence. And I'll, I'll tell you what's happening. Doctor Strange is about to be sarcastic. Um, Natasha Romanoff is talking to him. He says, you know the saying about highlighting that if everything on a page is highlighted, then nothing is highlighted. Strange is going to be kind of snarky here. He's going to create two floating yellow highlighters and they're going to draw a dunce cap on top of his head. And very sarcastically, he's going to say, uh, duh, no, I've never heard that before. And I want to say that the markers start to swirl and draw. And I just couldn't get, um, the sentence to sound right. Like I tried it like 15 times and it just sounded like poop every single time I did it. So I'm going to go with my old friend here. Like I'm good. I'm good buddies with alliteration. We go way back. Alliteration is when you start uh, a bunch of words near each other with the same sound. So instead of saying swirl and draw, I'm just going to say this. Here's, here's what I decided to write. Strange conjures up two floating highlighter markers. They swirl and sparkle. Say, so I'm just, I'm just gonna drop the word draw. I'm gonna say swirl and sparkle. It's got the two S sounds, swirl, spark. Um, it's got L's at the end of each one, which is called consonant. So it's like a double cool sounding combination. So instead of saying draw, I'm just gonna say they swirl and sparkle soon. There's another S word. Soon a dunce cap has been drawn above Steven's head. I like it. Okay. So the point here is folks, sometimes a sentence, what you want to say just doesn't work back out of it a little bit. Use something funky like alliteration. Okay. Alliteration is always great to use. Sprinkle it a little while, you know, like don't put it everywhere, but it sure makes the stuff sound great if you use a little bit of it. So that's my advice today, folks. Use yourself some alliteration. It's there for a reason. All right, keep on going, guys. All right, that's it. I think I'm done. I might tinker around a little bit with what I wrote, but yeah, I think that's it. I dig it. I'm kind of happy with what I wrote. And you know what I'm really happy about? That you either wrote or recorded something about a movie or TV show that you watched. I would love, 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 folks, to hear what you have to say about the movies as would the universe, of course, but I would really love to hear about. It. So I'm going to give you two ways that you could share your, your stuff with me. Number one, um, on the socials, you know, put a hashtag. Let's decide on this hashtag right now. Let's go. Hashtag M-R-F-D-M. That's Mr. F, M-R-F, D-M for Diggs Movies. MRFDM, hashtag MRFDM, put it out there for everyone to see. That way other people listening can just put that hashtag in and see what everyone's talking about. 
Now, if you're not up for sharing with the entire world, I get it. If you're still willing to share, you can email it to me at mrfdigsmovies at gmail.com. Again, you guys have wonderful, awesome stuff, stuff that I never could imagine um, <laughs> to, to think about or to see in what you watch. And I love hearing it. So I'd love for you to share. Um, okay. Now I'm going to give you a quick report card review. Like I said, if you want to see the full report card, it's on my website, Mr. F digsmovies.com. Um, since this is the first time, let me explain it. Every movie is going to get graded in three core classes, screenplay. That's a story acting. I think you know what acting is and craft, like how well it's made. Then every movie has something special to it. So I, come up with a brand new category for each movie called the elective class. And I'll do a few final comments on a final grade. So here we go. Dr. Strange, the screenplay C minus. It's not a bad screenplay, but there's, there's this cool horror element to it and they, they don't use it enough. I think the, the, the story really suffers uh, from that. Uh, acting B minus. I think everyone's just kind of okay, except for Elizabeth Olsen and Benedict Wong. They are amazing. Uh, the craft, I, I think I give it a B. Um, I really like, you know, it's Marvel, it's CGI. They do a great job with it. Um, I think the camera work with Wanda is really cool. Like sometimes the camera is above Wanda looking down at her and other times it's below her looking up. And I think that always gives you a clue as to like how much power she has or how she's feeling. I, I think it's a pretty well-made movie B um, this movie's elective class is horror. Okay. And I give it a C kind of like with the screenplay idea, the horror when it's there is great. It's not overly scary. It's pretty fun, but it's just not there enough. So my overall grade, for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is a C plus. That's right, a C plus. Got to be honest, I was a little disappointed in it. All right. Again, the universe needs you to talk about movies, people. So please, please, please do it. Um, another thing you can please do. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. Uh, if you can, leave a five-star review. Only five stars. I'm just kidding. Be honest. Um, if you want, if you liked what you heard and you want to share this with a friend, I would really appreciate it. I cannot wait to see what you all have to say about the movies. I will see you soon. Hasta la pasta, folks. Mm -hmm.